0: Watch this in Mark chapter 1, verse 35. Mark 1, verse 35. It says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place. And there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And when they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you, Jesus, because you turned off Find My Location on your phone. Just making sure you're listening. But he said to them, let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also, because for this purpose I have come forth. I love this picture because Jesus gets up early in the morning, and he gets away to a quiet place, a solitary place, and he's there praying, and he's praying to God. What he's praying about, we don't know. What's on his mind, we don't know. But he found it so essential in his life to get away and pray that he would do it before he had to get to his work. So in the morning, he's praying. He comes back, and the guy's like, "Um, Jesus, we feel like your mom when she couldn't find you, man. Where have you been? That's a Bible joke. You could laugh if you'd like. (laughs) Where have you been, man? And he's like, don't worry about it. He doesn't make much about his prayer. He makes much about his purpose. See, because purpose is always found in his presence. Whenever you get into the presence of God, you will find the purpose of God. So Jesus got a way to get into his presence, praying. Praying just brings me to God. We don't glorify or worship prayer. Prayer is just a vehicle. Prayer gets me to God. So he would get in the presence of God. He would come, and it would renew his passion. It would renew his purpose. It would renew his mindset. He'd say, this is what I'm here for. See, when you pray, it reminds you of what you're here for. When you pray, you pray like this. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Prayer gets all of the selfishness. Prayer gets all of the ickiness out of you so you can be reminded of who you're called to be. Oh, come on in the chat right now. Give me an emoji. uh, 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 Give me a fire emoji. Give me a clap hand emoji. Give me something that just ignites your faith today. I love what it says in Hebrews about Jesus. Hebrews 5, 7. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, He offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission during the days of Jesus' life. He offered up prayers. I wonder if it's going to be said true of your life. During the days of your life, you offered up prayers. Fervent prayers. Passionate prayers. Prayers that come from your soul. Prayers that are honest not prayers that that, that are, are, are religious, prayers that are recycled, prayers that are from somebody else, but prayers from your heart. During the days of Jesus's life, he offered up prayers. He was a praying man. Why do we pray? Because look at the benefits. The benefits of prayer far outweigh the consequences. The benefit, when I pray, I get peace. When I pray, I get purpose. When I pray, I get passion. When I pray, I get wisdom. When I pray, I get joy. When I pray, I get strength. When I pray, I get excitement. When I pray, I get, I get all my things in alignment because I know I have an assignment. The benefits of prayer are, well... One time I was preaching at this church, and this lady she introduced me. She was the you know the pastor's wife, and and, and she was like, Today we have a guest from Seattle, and you know how thinking she's gonna say, you know, he's authored books and he, you know, he's a pastor and he preaches, you know, blah blah blah. And she said, Today we have a guest from Seattle and he's crazy. She said, Okay, welcome him up. And I was like, the way you set me up for success was you just said, Crazy. Okay. The benefits of prayer, if I could use this lady's voice, are crazy. The benefits of prayer are wild. The benefits of prayer could change some things in your world. The benefits of prayer could, could do some things in you. They could do some things through you. Jesus gets up out of his prayer time, and he doesn't, he doesn't lollygag. There's a, there's a fire. There's a purpose. There's a passion. He said, for this reason I've come, we got to keep going. You know, I always find when I pray, it makes me not want to quit. But when I'm not praying, I want to give up. Pray about everything. Pray about your job. Pray for your city. Pray for your church. Pray, pray, pray. Why do you think the Lakers are in the finals about to win? Because we've been praying for so long. I don't want all the credit. I want some of the credit, people. I want to preach a message today, write down the title. I'm worried about everything because I pray about nothing. Most of us are so worried about everything, and the reason why is because we're not praying about anything. And we just shift that reality and say, you know what? I'm not worried about anything because I'm praying about everything. What would happen in your soul? What would happen in your mind and your relationships? He you said, you know what? I'm going to cast my cares on God because I know God cares for me. I'm not, I'm not big enough to carry these burdens. I've got to get rid of this stuff and give it to somebody that does care about me. Stop being worried about everything because you pray about nothing. No, no, no. We're going to pray about everything and we're going to watch God move in our life and in our world. The reality is, though, is that you ask yourself the question, why don't people pray? Or why don't I pray? Why don't you pray? If the rewards are crazy, if the rewards are amazing, if we know we should, why don't we? It reminds me of, like, well, why don't I eat healthy? Why don't I work out? Why don't I floss? Why do I, I don't want to go to the dentist because I know that lady's going to ask the same question she asks every time. Have you been flossing lately? What did I tell you last time? You think the answer is going to be different this time? No, I have not been flossing. Stop judging me. Why don't I eat healthy? And why don't I work out? And why don't I, why don't I save money? Things I know I should, but things I rarely do. Prayer is that thing is like, I know I need to pray. I know I should pray, but there's reasons why I don't pray. That's the gap between who you are and who you want to be. Listen, we've got to start connecting the dots. I don't want to step into this year and go, come on, Zoe, we're going to pray about everything. And everybody's like, yes, we believe in prayer. We're going to buy the pamphlet. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. But then we never do it. We never step into a life of prayer. Why don't we pray? The rewards are crazy. The benefits are insane. The life of pra- Jesus did it. Jesus taught it. Why don't I pray? I'll give you six reasons today why people don't pray. Six reasons why you and I have a hard time praying. Write these down. Number one, people don't pray because God didn't answer my prayers before. Why would I pray this time? The last time I prayed, he didn't answer my prayers. I prayed that somebody get healed and they didn't get healed. I prayed for this job and I lost it. I prayed for this person and, you know, we had a falling out. I, I, I stopped praying because God stopped answering. I just want to pause a moment and just thank God for all the unanswered prayer. I want to just stop today and just say, God, thank you for all the times I was praying and believing and you did not answer my prayer. Thank you for protecting me. Thank you that you know best. Thank you that your ways are better than my ways. Anybody thankful today that there's been some times in your life that you thought you wanted or needed something and God knew better? listen sometimes unanswered prayer is god's way of saying i know best sometimes unanswered prayer is god's way of saying no no no. it's not that i'm unanswering this it's that it's not the right time you're not ready for this yet yet listen i love this about god he is never too early and he is never too late he is an on time god he gives you a word in season He opens the right door with the right person in the right situation in the right time. Thank God he didn't answer that prayer. Oh, there were things I wanted. There were things I asked for. There were things I was believing for that God didn't answer. And I've learned to trust in his good hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about things I prayed for that were in alignment with his will? What about like healing? What about, you know, this thing and that? I I do not know why God did not answer that prayer. But one thing I do know is that we live on a fallen planet. We live in a fallen world. And this world is not our home. We are citizens of a greater place. So listen, I'm not going to live my life questioning why this didn't happen and that didn't happen. I'm going to trust in the name of the Lord. I'm going to turn to my God and I'm going to do everything I can to get my prayers in alignment with his will. Oh, look at James chapter one. I love this. James four, sorry. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Oh, look at this one. I love this in James 1, 6. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver. For a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not to expect to receive anything from the Lord. I want to encourage you today. Pray prayers that are in alignment with God's will and be single-minded. A double mind says maybe God will, maybe God won't. No, a single of mine says this is the will of god they are healed it is the will of god this will happen it is the will of god they will get saved it's the will of god deliverance in this situation i don't know if you've ever had a car that gone out of alignment but these arms were not made for cars that go off alignment i remember i had my first car was called a hoopty nicknamed my 1979 Pute green Plymouth Valari, the hoopty, put in my 12-inch Rockford Fossgate subwoofers with a Pioneer deck. Y'all don't know about the Dolphin Swimming Pioneer deck. And I'd be rolling in that thing. I'll never forget when the alignment went off. It would just be veering to the right. I'm like, oh, oh. Listen, it is so hard to pray when you know I don't think this is God's will And I don't think this is what he wants, but I'm going to keep on praying and keep on believing because it's what I want. No, that's why he taught us to pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done. It's not about me. It's all about you. Whatever you want, I'll do. Jesus had a prayer life and his prayer life looked like this. He's in the garden of Gethsemane and he's saying, if it's possible, I don't want to do this, but nevertheless, nevertheless, your will, not mine. So the first reason why people don't pray is like, yo, I prayed and God didn't answer my prayer. Well, maybe you prayed some things that God's like, nope, I'm not going to answer that one. That doesn't align with my will for your life or for the people involved in your life. I got to start praying things that God wants to do on my behalf. Number two, write this one down. I love this. I'm too busy to pray. Hashtag, no, you're not. Hashtag, real talk. You need to change that mindset. I'm too busy. No, no, you're too busy not to pray. You got too much going on in your life to not pray. With all that's going on in your world, with all that's going on in America, with all that's going on, our president is in the hospital this morning. This morning I read that he's in the hospital and his oxygen levels drop twice. We got stuff going on in our nation. We got stuff going on in our world. We've got a pandemic on our hands. We've got a crisis. We're too busy not to pray. You've got so much going on in your world. I beseech you. I implore you. Stop and pray. Reminds me of Mary and Martha in the Bible. There's this great story. These two sisters host Jesus. He comes over the house and, and he, and he's hanging out. And one of the sisters, Mary, she's a four Enneagram. She's a creative. So she just sits Indian style and she's just like, wow, Jesus, you're amazing. Oh my gosh, I love Jesus. And she's like putting him on a story. And she's just like, wow, Jesus is the best. Hashtag. And, and the other sister is like a one. She's a perfectionist. She's a one on the Enneagram. She's like, she's doing the dishes. She's getting everything. She's lighting the candle. She's getting everything ready. She's got stuff in the oven. And she's, she's working. She comes up to Jesus. She's like, Jesus, can you tell this four to get up off the ground and come help me in the kitchen? Watch what Jesus says to Martha. He says, but Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you number one, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. And Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. There's only one thing, and it's not candles, and it's not digestos, and it's not things that you're so you're so worried about Clorox wipes. Can you just sit and pray for a minute? You're too busy not to pray. I I I can't convince you enough for everything that's pending, everything that's swirling you know, I was talking to a friend this last week and he's like, I, I feel stuck. I feel like nothing's happening. I feel like, you know, just life is a little bit boring right now. And I'm like, my man, you are, you are at 30,000 feet. You're flying in an airplane. You might feel like I can recline and just chill. But let me tell you something. There's so much going on around you. There are things pending. There are things swirling. There's, there's wind in your face. You just can't feel it right now. We need to pray. We need to pray. We need to ask God to help us. Ask, God for wisdom. ask God for discernment you need to ask God to get your life right and your mind right and your home right and your relationships right we need to get humbled before God and say Lord I need you in my land I need you in my country we need you in this election we need you in 2020 we, we are too busy not to pray people are like I'm too busy I'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. stop no you're not sit down and just pray couple minutes in the car on a walk, in the morning time, whenever it is, you got to pray. You're too busy not to pray. Write down number three, people don't pray because I don't know how or even what to pray. So people are intimidated by like ah that's like that's for spiritual people that's for like the goody goods of the church that's like I just I don't know how to pray I don't even know what to pray this is like Ikea when I go and I bring something home and I look at the instructions and I'm like where are the capable people because clearly I am not one of the things I love about God is he will teach you how to pray he will teach you what to pray He's not going to abandon you and be like, good luck, Chuck. You just figured it out yourself. No, he is a God that comes close. He teaches the humble. He comes before you. And he says, I will lead you. I will guide you. Oh, I love what the Holy Spirit does. This Holy Spirit, who is my best friend. Watch Romans 8. I love this. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for. But the Spirit himself will pray for us through through words that we can't even utter we do not know Did you ever feel like you come to pray and you're like all right thanks, jesus i love you jesus you're awesome And you're like uh-huh. all right that's about it that was fun god thanks a lot had, had a great time gonna post about it here's my prayer journal the reason why you ought to download the daily prayer card is because it gives you how to pray and what to pray It shows you 10 categories of your life that it's like, I don't know how to pray. Just read this thing and and get some guidance. Get, get, Get some markers in your life. It's like, that's right. I forgot I should be praying about relationships. I should be praying for wisdom. I should be praying for purity. I should be praying for peace. I should be praying about stress and anxiety. Most people don't know how to pray or what to pray. Welcome to the club. That's why we should surrender and say, Holy Spirit, You know what I don't know. Holy Spirit, you have been where I have not been. Holy Spirit, will you lead me? I was praying in my car this week, and God just put somebody on my mind. And I was like, wow, I never would have thought about that person. I'm listening to worship music and praying in the car, and all of a sudden I'm like, I need to reach out to this person. So I reach out to this person. I'm like, my man, how you doing? And I already knew because God was talking to me. He's not good. And he's like, you know what? I am not good. I'm like, in my head, I knew it. Mad spiritual, I know it. (laughs) We get on the phone, we start talking. He's not doing well. Yesterday, I'm in my car, same thing. God puts another person on my heart. And it's just right away, I'm like, I know what this, this happened three days ago, it's happening again right now. My man, how are you? I already know. I'm not doing good. What's going on? Quit my job, making big decisions. Things are going on in my life. Come on, let's get on the phone. When I don't know what to pray or how to pray, the Holy Spirit overwhelms me and says, pray for them, pray for that country, pray for that person, pray for that situation, pray for this thing that's going on in your life. And if I don't spend time just even opening myself up to the Holy Spirit, It's like I never would have prayed about it. I never would have prayed for it. I never would have prayed for them. Why? Because I didn't give God an opportunity to lead me because I was so intimidated by like, I don't know what to pray for. I I don't know how to pray. It's like, yeah, welcome to the IKEA Instructions Club of Prayer. None of us are like, I am the expert of prayer. I always know what to pray and how to pray. Sometimes I come to prayer and I'm like, Jesus... Jesus, 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 Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I praise you today. I thank you, God. I thank you, Jesus. That's why he said when you pray, Jesus, goes." when you pray, start with this. Hallowed be your name. Sometimes just praising God gets me into the attitude and the mindset of prayer and the Holy Spirit starts leading me and guiding me and revealing to me what I should be covering in prayer. Here's the next one. Write this down. I love that. Number four, God will probably respond to more spiritual people than me. The reason why I'm not going to pray is because it's like the the goody goods get all the responses. But somebody like me, God won't show up for me. No, no, no. You got to get out of this mentality that you're inferior. You're a child of God. You're a son and you're a daughter. And listen, it is not by worth. It is strictly by birth. You are not going to get God's attention because you work so hard like Martha. You are not going to get God's attention because you are so perfect. You have God's ear because you're a son and you're a daughter of the Most High God. And God is just as worried about you as he is about them. I'm not saying God doesn't love them. God loves every person equally. He loves every person around the world from India to Africa, from Asia to America. He loves every human equally. There is no less humans and no greater humans. He loves all humans equally. And Jesus said, if God takes care of grass and God takes care of birds, God wants to take care of you. You matter. You're of value. You are important. Oh, I love this. Read together in Matthew 6. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to Him than they are? Can all your worries at a single moment to your life So don't worry about these things. What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of the Clipper fans. Come on, Chad. We're having fun today. I love the Clippers. I love the Clippers. I just love the Lakers a little bit more. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything that you need. Seek God. Another way you could say this is pray first. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. God is not saying, you know, they are so valuable to me because they do X, Y, and Z. But you are of little value because you do bad stuff. As if your behavior or your morals have put you in a less than category. You are are not inferior to anyone. God cares about your home as much as anybody. God cares about your money as much as anybody. God is not going this family. Oh, this this last name. This is a. I was in um Tennessee this last summer, and they we, I was near uh, the Carnegies, and uh, where they had have, have their big home, and and I was wanting to go see, you know, their wealth and this establishment that they had built. And you could, you just hear the name, the Carnegie's and the, these, these names in American history that hold so much weight and we value them so highly, the pedigree, the, 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 the legacy of these families. I want I want to just make sure you understand there's power on your name. There's legacy in your family. They are not more important than you. You are not less than. Va- and God, God's word says if he takes care of birds and takes care of grass, he wants to take care of you. He wants to answer not just their prayers. He wants to answer your prayers. And I like faith people because faith people said if he did it for them, he can do it for me. If he did it back then, he could do it right here. He, if he did it all the way in those eras, he can do it right here in this era. I want to just encourage you, stop being intimidated by prayer because it's for them. It is for all of us. Somebody say amen today. Clap in the chat and thank God I'm invited to the table just like anybody else. Two more of these. Number five, just thinking is good enough. A lot of people don't pray because like, oh, I just, I thought about it. And isn't that good enough? No, no, no. It's not good enough. I love, I love Jeremiah 2911, one of the most famous scripture, all the Bible, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, put it in the chat right now. Jeremiah 29, 11, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is a, a verse you should memorize for I know the thoughts I think towards you declares the Lord. Yeah. He didn't just think them. He declared them. Yeah. Listen, stop thinking stuff. Start praying stuff oh look at this in psalm i love this in psalm trust in him at all times you people pour out your hearts to him for God is our refuge. What about Psalm 142? Look at this. I cry out to the Lord. I plead for the Lord's mercy. I pour out my complaints before him and tell him all my troubles. You've got to get to a place where you don't just think about it. You pray about it. It's not getting out of my mind and it's getting out of my my mouth. I am confessing. God is into confession. God is into declaration. That's why God declared his love. That's why God speaks his word. that's why God wants to say great things over your life. Stop letting your prayers just stay stuck in your head. Get them on the paper. Get them out of, out of your mouth. Get them into the atmosphere. Oh, I love L.A. Because anytime something good happens in L.A., everybody's like, I manifest that. You know, I got that job because I manifested it. Spoken in the universe. What? Say What? The power is not in the universe. The power is in the God of the universe. The power is not manifesting. The power is in confessing to the God of the universe. It's not about saying things. It's about who I say them to. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It's not about just saying stuff. It's not about just thinking stuff. It's about going to God. You know, the God that is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The God that says, I'm not a man that I should lie, and I'm not a a man that I should change. I am immovable. I am unshakable. Somebody clap and thank God today, I'm going to the God that has all the authority and all the power and all the dominion and deserves all the praise. Somebody thank him today. I'm not just thinking it, I'm confessing it. Oh, look at this. You're making me shout today. Romans 4, 17. God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. You want to start praying things that don't exist as though they do. Get them out of your mind and out of your mouth and saying, you know what, I speak this body into complete alignment. I speak this situation into complete peace. I speak my bank account into making sure I'm blessed to be a blessing. I speak things that don't exist. What thing in your life doesn't exist that you need to start speaking like it does? I'm blessed. I'm favored. I'm anointed. I'm called. I'm graced. I'm empowered. I'm equipped. I am loved. I'm more than a conqueror. God, who gives life to the dead, and God calls those things which do not exist as though they did. That's why he took Ezekiel to that valley of dry bones, and he said, I want you to speak over these dry bones and speak life into them. Speak those things which do not exist as though they did. Most of us don't pray because it's like, I thought about it. I thought about Timmy thought about them thought about i thought well, I was just thinking about you it's great god thinks about you so much that he declared stuff over you for i know the thoughts i have toward you declares the lord He declared plans to prosper you and give you hope in the future. You ought to start telling the people in your world, I wasn't just thinking about you. I was praying for you. And here's what I was praying. I was praying healing. I was praying deliverance. I was praying the joy of the Lord. I was praying that you'll endure. I was praying that you're going to make it through this situation. Come on, clap today if you're willing to get out of your mind and out of your mouth. Most people don't pray because like, I thought about it. You know that's that's why you got to get rid of that. Whatever happens, happens. We got to get out of this mentality. It's like, well, whatever. If you know, if God wants me to have it, then then I'll have it. I always love to do this when I do this. (laughs) Whatever happens, happens. No, 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 no. It's not whatever happens, happens. It's I declare this is going to happen, and I stand in faith and I'm just standing on God's word and I'm standing on the promise and my actions are going to align with my faith and I'm going to pray like it depends on God and I'm going to work like it depends on me. Somebody clap today and thank God I'm getting a revelation. It's not whatever happens, happens. It's I declare and I speak things that don't exist as though they do. Y'all are making me shout today. I don't know why y'all making me, stop pushing my buttons. is I, I, it, the blue necklace. Most people don't pray because, you know, I thought about it. No, no, no. I got to get these prayers into my contact in my phone, God. I got to write them out. I declare in Jesus. I stand on God's word, and I'm praying in alignment with his will and his word, and I speak on faith in Jesus' name. I get it out. Hey, 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 I want to text you, and I just want to let you know I wasn't just thinking about you, but I'm praying. You know what I love to do? I love to pray for people on text, and I love to, I love to um put in all caps what I'm praying for them. Hey, hey, I'm praying for you today, and this is what I'm praying. In all caps, strength, joy, perseverance, faith bullet, strong bullet points. I I, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were saying somebody in Zoe Church, she's going through a hard time. And so she said to this person that she knows they pray. You watch, by the way, when you become a person of prayer, prayers get attracted to you. Because people know you pray, you for real. And so she said, I went to this person that prays. She said, the person sent me a seven minute voice memo of praying over my life. The things that she was praying for in the seven minutes was everything I was dealing with. Listen, you got to get it out of your heart and out of your mind and out of your mouth and not into the universe, but to the God of the universe. Worship team, come join me. Here's the last reason why people don't pray. Number six, because I don't think it will make a difference. I don't think it'll make, you know, why pray? It's not going to make a difference. Why, 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 why would I pray? You know, nothing's going to change. Why would I pray for America? Nothing's going to change. Why, why, why would I pray against racism? Nothing's going to change. Why would I pray for L.A.? Nothing's going to change in L.A. Why, why would I pray for so-and-so? They ain't never going to change. <laughs> you are ensnared by your own words. You are trapped by your confession. Because God just taught us to speak things that don't exist as though Prayer people know that we go to the God of the impossible. Come on, Zoe. What did he say to us last year? Anything is possible. So when I pray, I pray the impossible would be done. What are you up against that's impossible today? What's the mountain in your way today? What's that thing in front of you feels so daunting and scary? That thing that's been intimidating you. What's that thing today? Because if you just look at the mountain and go, it's too big. It's too big. I can't. Faith comes up against it. It says, I declare in Jesus' name. You got to bow in the name of Jesus. Sickness has to bow in the name of Jesus. Poverty has to bow in the name of Jesus. Racism has to bow in the name of Jesus. Suicide has to bow in the name of Jesus. If you don't think anything will change, why pray? I'm just going to invite you not to pray if you don't think nothing will change. But the Bible says, last verse, Hebrews eleven six, And without faith it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must first believe he is God, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Come on, Zoe. It's a year of prayer. It's time to seek the Lord. Break up the fallow ground of your heart. So seeds of righteousness it's time to go to god it's time to go to god and say lord i know it feels weighty i know it feels intimidating i know it feels big i know it looks like a fiery furnace i know i feel like i'm in a lion's den i know it looks like goliath right now i feel stuck in the belly of a whale but i declare no weapon that's formed against me is gonna prosper i declare i'm the head and i'm not the tail i declare i'm the righteousness of god in christ jesus I don't know what you're up against I don't know what you're up against but it starts with faith prayer starts with faith say what kind of faith do I need ah mustard seed faith one translation says poppy seed faith I I, I love um I go to this place I go to this place called Backyard Bowls It's the most anointed place in all of LA. There's acai bowls. And in my acai bowl, they put bananas and blueberries and granola. And they put these little seed things. And when I'm done with my bowl, if I remember, I got to get the seeds out of my mouth because they get stuck little seeds just little you just need a little bit of faith today to say God do the impossible in my life I've talked to more people that want to quit I've talked to more people that feel down and discouraged I've talked to more people that are on the brink of giving up I want to encourage you today you're too busy not to pray you're worried about everything because you pray about nothing to flip it today and say I'm not worried about anything because I pray about everything. What can happen in your world? What can happen in your world? You say, I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to pray. Jesus will teach you. He'll teach you how to pray in alignment with his will, your, his will over your will. I don't know what you're up against. I don't know what you're facing but I just want to remind you they're not more valuable than you. It's not the Carnegie's or the some amazing family you're from an amazing family your last name matters to god your address is on his radar you're on heaven's radar right now I don't know what you're going through i just want to encourage you we got to start praying because the rewards far outweigh the consequences And I was like, yeah, I know I should pray. I know I should pray. Yeah, yeah, but we know we should eat healthy and we know we should diet and we know we should work out and we know we should floss and we know we should save money, but we don't do it. Why don't we do it? I want to tell you today, I've just identified some reasons why and we're saying, you know what? That one's for me and that one's for me and I'm going to stop being lazy in this way. I'm going to start getting disciplined in my prayer life. I'm going to be like Jesus and I'm going to go to God in the morning and I'm going to find my purpose for my life. Wherever you're at right now, I want you to stand up on your...